What's up, what's up, what's up, folks? How you guys doing? Good, I hope. This is Dominic Montgomery, and you are listening to the No Sleep Startup Podcast, and this here is episode 42. 42, y'all. I am fresh off a vacation. That's right. I am tan. That's about it. (laughs) Maybe four pounds heavier. I ate everything. I ate everything. California burritos. California burgers. <laughs> tacos. Everything. Cookies. I had so many cookies. But the healthy kind, you know. They only have like vegan everything out there. Vegan cookies. Vegan leather. Vegan Uber drivers. Vegan Uber cars. Everything's vegan in Cali. But uh, it was fun. It was a good trip. Much needed, you know. We got to take breaks every now and then before we get completely burned out, you know. Just day in, day out, hustle, hustle, hustle. Morning, night, hustling, huh? Hustling on that new idea, that new company, that new venture, that new website you're building, that new brand package, hustle, hustle, hustle. And you got to take a break sometimes can't get burned out right oh it was good went out to the desert spent a few days out there you know no cell service which is always good no contact to the outside world just me and the guys in the desert i smartened up i didn't get a usually well first few trips i spent out there uh i slept in a tent Then I upgraded to a truck bed, and this time I just said, screw it, and rented a minivan and slept in the back of the minivan. It was great. (laughs) What's crazy is they were like, hey, you can get a Tesla. You can rent a Tesla now. That's a new deal we're working on. I was like, nope, give me that that Chrysler town and country or whatever it is. Big enough to fit a full bed in. Anyways. Uh, it's September. Oh, no, it's October now. Wow. It's October, November, December. Year's almost up. Um, Man, it's flying by. You know, when I was out in L.A., every time I'm out in L.A., I think about uh, when I used to work there. It was my first, like, office job. Like, office setting. Uh, You get your computer, right? Before that, I worked factory and stuff. And this is like a billion-dollar company in the uh, media world. They sent out movie trailers and commercials and direct response commercials uh, to cable networks, national networks, that sort of thing. Sent out Disney movie trailers and Warner Brothers and all that stuff. And, um, you know, that, that, that time there, I always reflect on it. I learned a lot at that place. I learned a lot about email etiquette. Which is huge. Well, the email etiquette they imposed on me was a, I mean, it's a big deal. It's like you respond to every email within the hour, within the minute if you can. Uh, here's how you frame it. Person's name always. The salutations at the end. How to update clients, you know. Office etiquette. 
how to behave in an office setting, right? During hours and after hours, office culture. You know, I wouldn't say it was the best culture, but there's a culture there. I'd never been around an office culture. I was always driving forklift or something. Yeah, so I say I, I did work there and I had to leave. I ended up leaving. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about um, how to, like, warning signs of when it's time to leave your current situation. And I, I want to talk about it not to say, like, look out for these signs, but again, to share my experience and uh, to let you guys know, like, I might. I might have dealt with some stuff that you're going through now or have gone through. And, you know, a lot of those times where you have to leave, it takes a while to get over it, right? Kind of get your mind gets caught there in that place, following those rules. And uh, it's hard to change your frame of mind, right? It's hard to escape from that and create your own thing, you know? And who somebody's calling me. Sorry. Uh, but I want to share my opinion. Like here are some signs. It's time to leave. Uh, when you're working somewhere. And uh, you want to find something new. Maybe find a new position somewhere. Or just start something new on your own. You know. Um, one of the first things I've experienced actually. Um, to look out for that I would look out for is if you're, if you're, you know, working on a team or you're working in an agency, whatever it is, and you do something that's successful, right? Uh, in my experience, it was ranking a website, like getting it to rank for multiple keywords, you know, it's called SEO. I'm sure you guys know. Uh, but there was a young attorney, uh, that had a brand new website and he wanted to rank for like eight major keywords. And these were very competitive keywords. I'm talking like personal injury lawyer, um, wrongful wrongful death, wrongful death, um, DUI attorney, you know, DWI. Uh, he also did family law, so throw family law in there. Bankruptcy, Chapter 13 bankruptcy attorney. You know all these, and the way that the agency I was at at the time was set up is everything was siloed, right? So there was a SEO department, there's a design department, development department, sales, um, and then like C-level, right? And I was kind of caught in between several of the areas. I actually was doing video. So I was doing video editing and pulling still images for the website to use as photography, right? <clears throat> Anyways, so this client, uh, we decided to do what we call like a video-focused website. And I went down, we shot like 50 or 60 videos for them, uh, came back, edited them all, uh, like they consisted of blogs and background video and, you know, um, looping videos and then um, videos specific to his practice areas. It was basically like, here's a video for every page of the site. Here's a video for every practice area. And then here's a whole bunch of videos we can use for blogs. So we, you know, uh, publish two of them each month. And then by the end of the year, there's 52 blogs and blah, blah, blah. Got them all transcribed. Um, and I decided, hey, everyone, everyone in this agency, let me take on this project. 
by myself because I don't want to be, you know, beholden to like, I'm going to have these done at this time. Let me roll all this out the way I see fit. Just let me try. You know, the client already likes me. I was down there spending time with them. Just let me be his point of contact and let me make it happen. So everyone was like, fine. You know, they were bombarded anyways with a million other projects. So, sorry, that is Limoncello LaCroix, not a sponsor. Um, did the site, <clears throat> uh, designed it, uh, built it, did all the editing, got all the videos transcribed, uh, messed with the transcriptions, did internal linking, did external linking, did, you know, uh, link research, uh, reached out for, for backlinks from EDUs and, or, and orgs, um, and just kind of rolled this out, right? Did all the social media channels, all this, <clears throat> And within about 60 days, I had this uh, attorney ranking first page in a lot of in a lot of keywords, first place for all of these major keywords. Right. Now. This company I work for had maybe 60, 70 other clients, right, monthly doing monthly services for them. And none of those projects has succeeded the way that mine did. None of them hadn't even come close. And I was excited about it. I was like, man, I am the, I'm the man, right? <laughs> so first of all, called the client up. Hey, guess what? Google XYZ. He Googled XYZ. Holy crap, I'm there. Now Google this, now Google that. Oh my gosh, I'm there, right? Phone started, his phone started blowing up, started getting inboundly. It was awesome, right? So I think the next day, uh, the CEO at the time wasn't there that the day I called the client next day, I get all the reporting together, right? Everything looks good. First place, first place, first page, first page. Um, here's the timeline, right? All within 60 days. Here's the, here's what I did. Exactly. Here's what I did. Uh, here's how I got these backlinks here. Are the backlinks I got, uh, here's how quickly it moved up in the rankings. Like I came up with the whole report, right? Timeline from start to finish. Or start to, you know, current where we were. I said, hey, can we meet after lunch? He said, yeah. I said, hey, you might want to have the COO in there too. He said, sure. Because my thinking is it only took this amount of time to, to get to this successful point. Maybe we can talk, you know, how we can raise our prices. Because this is actually a method that's going to work. You know what I mean? Thinking about the company. Not just thinking about me. Thinking about the company, our packages, pay, all that client success. I'm already thinking case studies. How can we send this out, you know, to all the clients or all the, you know, get them all on video packages, all this stuff. So time comes, we meet, I brought it in. I sat down. He said, what's up? I said, Hey man, you know, that project that, uh, I took the reins on. He said, yeah. I said, look at this first page, everything. He said, Oh, so looked at the paper, you know, turn the next one over. Okay. Turn the next one over. Okay. The CEO didn't know anything about what I was talking about, but he was just, you know, waiting on the CEO's response. Because if CEO sneezed, he would have sneezed with him. You know, <laughs> he had no idea. And uh, so he looks at everything. He closes it up. He said, all right. Um, let's see if you can do this for our other clients. Oh. Ch -ch -ch. Boom. Right. Right through the chest. 
succeeded at something that had never been done in this company for a client and was immediately hit with an expectation based off of the work that I created. You know what I mean? So that's my first my first point. If you succeed and excel at something and the response you get back is that your now that's our expectation of you. Might be time to look for somewhere else. Might be time might be time to start exploring. Hmm? Update that LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Dust up that resume. Dust off. You know what I mean? How crazy is that? How wild is it to to for for someone you hired to come in and be like, "Look how good I did." And you say, "Okay, keep doing that with everyone." <laughs> I don't know what that was, man. Was it maybe I you know what? Reflect I'm going to think about it. Let's see. May it could have been he's like, "Dang, this one person did all this." So maybe I look silly because I've put all these departments together because I thought that was the way to do it and it's not the way to do it and maybe that made him feel bad that's one thing second maybe he thought there's no way I'm paying this guy enough for him to have done all this so I'm going to not make it a big deal so he doesn't think he's a big deal that could have been it but to a real person like us, to real people, we would have looked at that and been like, man, that how can you can you teach everyone? Man. This is awesome. <laughs> You're helping my business, right? So anyways, if that's the response you get, I don't know. Maybe do it on your own. You know? Take that knowledge and that and make that case study for you. Right? Another thing, uh, if you start to notice now, okay, so I, I, I was brought on as like a vendor. My company's brought on as a vendor for another, uh, creative agency. And, uh, but in a sense, there's my dog. Um, <laughs> but in a sense I was, you know, working for and with this, this company. And over time I started to notice like that my, the duties that were spelled out for me to begin with. The duties went outside of the the initial relationship, you know, the things I was doing. And then the duties that I started receiving, like, hey, you need to start doing this stuff, seemed like they were duties for the CEO. You following? So now I have to do X, Y, Z, but the CEO used to do X, Y, Z. So basically he's putting all of that now on me to free up time for him, but for what? Because those duties were also sales, <laughs> client outreach, client retention, things like that. So what what's the CEO doing now? So if you fall into a place where you are like the you're the point of contact for the clients, right? You're the starting point and the finishing point and the middle point. It's time to start looking for somewhere else. I feel like Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a <laughs> It's time to start looking somewhere else. And I'm not saying just take everything and try to do it on your own. But maybe look for a position somewhere else that 
that pays you for all those duties that that guy just gave you or that girl just gave you, um, but values you while you're doing them. And they're hustling just as hard as you. And, hmm, you know, this agency I was working with, it was a smaller agency, so um, it might be harder to do that in bigger agencies, you know, like billion-dollar agencies, but we're talking like million-dollar agency. Uh, so maybe, maybe that concept's a little skewed. I'll admit that. What else? What else? When things start changing, like out of the norm, it's time to start, you know, like keep a mental note of it. And when I say things changing, I mean like number one, for sure, compensation, right? So let's say, for instance, you got into a deal with someone and they said, hey, we'll bring you on as CMO or CTO or something like that, right? And they say, you're going to be making this much of every deal plus a base salary, right? And you're like, okay. And you start killing it, crushing it. And maybe three months down the line, they're like, hey, okay, so we were looking at finances. <laughs> and we're going to have to pull away a little bit of what we said because we need that much to build this other part of the company. That's a warning sign, guys. That's a warning sign. Because what's the, what's the thought behind it, right? Is it to hire more people? Why should that come out of what you're making? You know what I mean? Expectancies change. You know, keep note of when expectancies change. You know, they start with, hey, I need you to come in every, you know, it'll be, it's pretty, you know, pretty non-professional. You know, come in you know, around 9, 9.30, that's fine. As long as we get our work done. It's all that matters. A lot of companies say that. As long as we get our work done, I don't care how much you work. You're like, okay, cool. So you, you come in at 9 and you get your work done and you leave it too. And then maybe a couple weeks later, the per, the boss or the manager's like, hey, I noticed you were leaving like around 2. We really, we really like you to stay till 3. Watch out. <laughs> Things are changing. Basically, anything outside of that that job description that you received and those that 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 paperwork, if they start going against that, that's when you need to start thinking about maybe leaving, maybe finding your own thing, maybe starting your own thing or finding a new thing, you know? If they can't stick to their word, why would you, you know, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Another thing to watch out for, man, is being kept out of the loop of things. Now, if you're like me, if you're working with somebody with the team or whatever, you're you're sold in, right? You're like, we're gonna do whatever it takes. I'm I'm hundred percent on board. Let's go, right? You wanna know how this thing's performing, how that design affected SEO, how SEO's moving with ads, how ad, does ads do do ads need more design? You know, you, you're gonna be involved. Now, if over the course of time you start getting kept out of the out of the loop of like what's really important to keep things moving watch out and when i say that i mean things like maybe you see an ad that they're now hiring at the agency you're at they're hiring who are they hiring for oh they're hiring for this position that maybe i handle a little bit of wonder why hmm 
You know, I, I think it's, I think a lot of agency owners and a lot of business owners even, they have it in their mind where they feel like they need to grow, right? They need to grow in order to scale. But where they fail is they stop growing the people who are already there. And they just look for outside because they think the more people, the better the, the team. When in actuality, they could just put, you know, a third of what they would pay someone full salary for to give you a raise or give the people already on the team a raise and let them learn more and take on more duties that they want to do. Right. Now, I could see if like, let's say you're a you're a um, you're over social media. Right. You handle the social media for the whole the whole agency. And then they bring on uh somebody to build social media ads. You're like, well, I could have done that. <laughs> right? It's time to start really paying attention to what's going on, you know? Or if you handle all the social media ads and they bring in someone to ha- to handle all the Google ads. Huh. That's strange cuz I could have gotten certified for that. I would have gotten certified for that. I wonder why they're doing that. That that's sh- that's a sign of dysfunction within management right because again they're looking at the more people the bigger the agency looks the better i look the better work we'll do not the truth man not the truth trust me it's not the truth the team the, the smaller the team the more knowledgeable knowledgeable the people in the team the better the work i promise you I think the best work comes from agencies that have to either turn jobs down or have to push jobs way down the timeline. Like if they get bring on a new client, they're like, we, we can start this in three months. That shows that that team is, yes, they're lean, but they're focused, right? And they're going to focus and do all everything necessary for that one project and then move on to the next. I'd much rather have that than... than you know, my project be in an agency that 18 other projects are going on and, and, and mine gets shuffled between a junior, you know, junior designer and a senior ad guy. You know what I mean? A lot of agency owners don't get that. And it's because they didn't take the time to learn how to do everything in their agency. I think we talked about that a couple episodes ago. It's important to know everything you're selling, know everything you're hiring for so you get the right people. So maybe that's another point. <laughs> if you're brought on to a job interview for, let's say, uh, website development, and that person interviewing you doesn't know squat about website development, don't work there. Don't do it. Or if you're constantly, if you're finding yourself constantly explaining, no, 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 this is why it's built this way to your management. They're like, well, it costs $20 more. Time to go. Time to do. You won't get over that hump because they're already selling something they don't know how to do or won't take the time to learn. Right? Another re, another thing to look out for is just, and this is more personal, but if your anxiety's through the roof, man, if you like drive to work dreading walking in that space, you know, can't sleep. Take a break. <laughs> Take a break and reevaluate where you are 
and why you're there. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, your health's most important, right? I worked a job once, and Liz had to call the job and tell them I was sick. I wasn't sick, but I just couldn't bear to walk in there again. Just couldn't do it. Too much stress. Too much of all the stuff I just discussed, too much of that going on every day. Don't don't let yourself fall into that trap. Don't let yourself stay in that situation too long. It's like an abusive relationship, you know? I understand it's hard to leave. It might seem impossible to leave. But you got to start inching out of there, right? Get some wins elsewhere. They'll start to feel better on the other side, right? More comfortable stepping over to the other side. Get some wins over there, right? Go home, study some things, research more than just what you're hired to do. You know, expand your knowledge so you know how to step into other, other spaces. You know what I mean? Along with the anxiety, I mean, just being simply overworked. You know, if I remember working a job and I, I, <laughs> I remember saying to myself, there's no way that one person can do all this. And that should have been a sign, but I was like, there's no way one person, and then I tried to do it. <laughs> Talk about setting yourself up for failure. It's like, there's no way. There's just no way. There's not enough time in a day to do any of this. You ever been there? You're looking at your task list and you're like, okay, I got 22 tasks. And I know 10 of these are going to take two hours each. (laughs) And they're like, this is due tomorrow. Just jump ship. Get out of there. Get out of there. Again, that's working with and working for someone who doesn't understand what goes into it. You got to work, if, especially if you're doing creative work, you have to work with someone who understands getting into a flow, right? Man, I've, I've, I've worked with people like that before where it's like even video editing. You know, you shoot the video and the next day they're like, hey, can we think we'll have that video today? It's like, no, I got to review all the footage. I got to, you know, Place, I got to cut it up. I got to find the right music. I got to do all the fades. I got to make sure the volume levels are right. I got to make sure it all fits into the storyboard. Make sure there's a beginning, middle, and end. Make sure it's clear. No, not today. Okay, well then, tomorrow? <laughs> like you're going to spend eight hours staring at clips and actually come up with something good. You know, that's that obtuse expectancy. Wow, look at that obtuse expectancy. Big words. Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> oh, I remember I, I I booked out this conference room at, at this office, and I had like, no, I'm not even lying to you. I had like 500 work orders out in front of me. <laughs> I was trying to arrange them, and everything was due in like a day and a half. It's like, I can't do this. I had to bring together three different cities of the same company, like the company was in four major cities, had to bring three other cities together to complete it. And some stuff did get messed up. Because of course. Because of course, right? Some stuff did get messed up. And I was like, I, sorry. <laughs> I did the best I could do, man. Uh, I wanted to, I want to say this, man. Like, I know sometimes if you're working at a job 
and you're like, I gotta, I gotta bounce. I can't do this anymore. And you start like looking at other opportunities, right? You start looking at you know, maybe LinkedIn or you start looking at, you know, job boards or now how you search now hire, you could do quotation now hiring and then quotations, uh, the city you're in, right? Or the, the, the position that you're in or positions around that, right? It might feel like you're being sneaky, right? Sometimes it feels like you have to sneak around and secretly send resumes. And I want us to get over that. We got to get over that, man. You know, it's like playing, playing for a team. You're a basketball player, baseball player, right? You're, you're under contract with them. And if you get a better deal somewhere, you're going to leave. The team's not going to say, oh, well, I'm going to put this in your record and, uh, and, and ban you. Like, what's going to happen? What's really going to happen at the end of it? That boss that wasn't doing right by you won't talk to you anymore? What do you care? You know? I look at F1 racers. They switch teams all the time. And it's not like if, if you don't know, and this might be really boring. If you don't know, there's only 20 team or 20 racers in F1, right? Only 20 teams, I think. Yeah, 20 cars, 10 teams or something like that. There's only 20. Let's just say there's only 20. And these racers switch between teams. So they're always around each other, right? And it doesn't matter that they're moving from team to team. They just got a better offer. That's how we have to start looking at this stuff. Right? Hey, while I was in this position, I got better, so I'm looking for better. Unless you can offer it. I think we got to let that be open. Let the people in management know, hey, you know, I'm looking. Or let your let them know, hey, I'm I'm getting offers. Hey, I just got an offer for 20 grand more. What do you think? Is that something that you guys be able to cover or what do you think? <laughs> what if you what if we talk what if we talk like that? What if you talk like that? Hey, I got a buddy of mine. He's doing the same job, but he's making like he's making like fifty thousand dollars more than me. And I know that shop isn't doesn't have as many clients as us. What's going on? You think that's something I can get to? Think that's something I could do? Because they're talking to me. Hey, I'm talking back. <laughs> well, let them know, man. So then, when you leave, it's amicable, right? It's amicable. You don't have to be all sneaky and, you know, if clients are like, you get to you get to tell your clients buy when it's amicable. Hey, I won't be here in two weeks. I'm moving over to the, you know, to a different shop. You know, be respectful. Don't tell them where you're going. But if the clients are like, I'm going with you, then, you know, look at the legalities. And if there's nothing illegal, then take them with, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't say that, but take them with, but don't do that if it's not legal. Um, but let's look at it differently, right? If you want to go, even if you don't want to go, keep your options open. Always be looking. ABL, always be looking. <laughs> always be having lunches and chats. I would encourage you too to do this, man. If if there's another shop, agency, whatever, competitor, if you're a chef and there's another chef right? At another restaurant, go have lunch there. Go have dinner there. You know what I mean? Unless you own the restaurant. If you're the restaurant owner, you don't want to 
I'm talking about people who are stuck in their positions. Go eat there. Get to know the staff and the owner. If you're a designer, go to the other design shop. Get to know them. Right? Camaraderie. We're not, there's no competitors here. here. Here's where competitors come in. When there are open bids. And even then, it's not like <laughs> you hate that other person. <laughs> you're trying to win. Right? You're on a team. You're trying to win. But you don't hate the other team. You might be playing with those players one day. You might be making a new team with those players one day. And you might be hired by your boss one day with your new team. You know, now you're a vendor. I've seen a lot of people leave their their positions and then get hired on as as a consultant. Right? And you look at those people. I used to look at those people like, how the hell did they do that? It's because they were always up front. Hey, here are the hours that I'll work. Here are the job duties. I had this one guy I worked with. Anytime they asked him to do something that was even remotely outside of the scope of his job duties, he'd say, hey, can we talk about this? He'd go in there and close the door. And he'd tell me, he'd say, now these are the things that you hired me for. This thing really isn't in there. But I'd be willing to do that for $75 an hour, and I'll be able to do that after hours. And that boss respected the hell out of that guy and abused everyone else. You know what I mean? So just look out for these things. These are just things that I have seen and know to look out for when it's time to jump ship, right? It's time to look somewhere else. It's time to start your own thing. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps somebody. Hit somebody right there in the chest cavity. And you're like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I did sell two... 200 cars last month and they told me to sell 205 this month huh interesting (laughs) get out of there all right hey i'm happy to be back man as always you guys can hit me up anytime on twitter at dominic d-o-m-i-n-i-c-k underscore t-m-g check me out at the montgomerygroup.us go see all the cool stuff we're doing with data over at audiencerent.com if you're tired of flimsy business cards that everyone throws away and you waste your money on check out the link l-i-n-q at linkapp.com's cool little bracelet use the code audience at checkout for 15 percent off as always i'll talk to you guys next time keep hustling <laughs>